Hi, welcome to We Will Tell, a leadership podcast for the Next Generation Ministries of Mississippi. My name is Matt. And I'm Christy. We're the Next Gen Directors of the Mississippi District Assemblies of God, and we're excited to serve you and your local church. The purpose of this podcast is to give you all the information, training, and resources you need to either take your ministry to the next level or start something brand new. Thanks again for allowing us the opportunity to invest in you. Together, we will tell the next generation of kids, youth, and young adults the glorious deeds of our Lord Jesus. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. So let's jump right into today's episode. What's up, Sue Bob? All right. Been looking forward to this particular topic as it relates to prayer. Uh, We've been kind of working our way towards the product of prayer. Yes, sir. uh, Yes, sir. I want you to know it has been so much fun hanging out with you and talking about prayer. And this is the the final episode in this series that that we've been building. I love it so much, Sue Bob. You talked about the priority of prayer. You talked about the promises of prayer. We talked about the place and price of prayer. And it all's all kind of funneled into today's episode on the product of prayer prayer. And man, I am so pumped for you to share your wisdom and discernment, and I can't wait to get right into it. Before you do, Sue Bob, how are you doing? You ready for the Christmas holidays? Oh, listen, we are so ready. Uh, Our neighborhood, every house but one in our uh, subdivision has lights. There we go. we, We have lined the sidewalk. We've covered the porch in lights. We put Jesus out there in the yard, you know. And um, now I might just say this kind of a sidebar here. Uh, When you order something off of Amazon, it's very important to pay attention to the listed dimensions of that product. Yes, sir. Because it's hard to recognize Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I told somebody, he looks like a preemie there. But he's there, and so uh, yes, we're ready for Christmas. He's just nestled into the into the manger, real good, yeah. isn't he? Well, in our neighborhood, there's a there's a statement I've heard. It's like you can't hide money. Like it, there's no lights in our neighborhood. It's no inflatables. Oh, like it's yes. the, that's the whole thing. And we have uh, one family that's in our neighborhood. Like on the way to taking the boys to school. They still have their Halloween inflatables up with their Christmas inflatables. No, like that's it's just, just wrong. Every <laughs> week they just added to the inflatable. It's uh it is wild. I have never seen this in my life. Maybe it's been a thing, but it really seems like it's just taken off this year. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween, uh I know I noticed several yards that had these gigantic skeletons. I mean, yes. I'm thinking the children have probably are in counseling today because of some of these horrid figures, gigantic figures. Um and you know, to be honest, uh a a twelve foot Santa Claus is a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, that, I know that doesn't have anything to do with prayer, but, but um, it, it really doesn't. But I, you'll you'll appreciate this. So, are you familiar with Elf on a Shelf? Oh yeah. And so you know the, you move the Elf around, and you know this is a this is not a family friendly podcast at this point. So we need if you have expectation for your children for this holiday season, get them in the other room. <laughs> um, but you know you're supposed to move them around every every day, and it's something new. They did that with the skeletons in their yard. No like way. They, 
Every day you'd move around. The skeletons were in a new position. It was, Lord bless them. It was just funny. Oh my goodness, so funny. And anyway, that's a great introduction to the yeah. product of prayer. Yes, here we are. <laughs> they need so, it, Lord. Touch the yes, inflatable and the demonic skeletons <laughs> in the yard. Um, but Sue Bob is led to this moment. What's on your heart? What can we learn today about the product of prayer? All right. Um, the word product. Um, and that topic, the product of prayer, uh, it poses this question, what does prayer produce? Uh, why should I, busy as I am, invest uh, time in prayer? Because time is, is the most valuable commodity we have. It cannot be replaced. Uh, so scripturally, uh, Jesus the Word of God answers that question. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which you know not. So right off the bat, we understand that prayer produces some pretty amazing things, not just uh, uh, usual, middle-of-the-road, mediocre, average. Uh, God said great and mighty things. You know, that's just like God. That's, that's, that's the way he rolls. That's what he wants uh, to characterize our lives with him there and, and in everything we do. This is not just about church stuff. This is about family. This is about money. This is about business. When we call unto him, we access by prayer great and mighty things. That's one of the products. The other, uh, in James 5.16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Yes, sir. Not less, not some minor, minute amount, but it availeth much. And so, you know, God, God's word is true. We don't have to question that. God keeps his word. So we know from just those two scriptures, and there are many more, just those two scriptures assure us the investment of time, our time, is worth it. Um, and so, uh, you know, think about this. The investment of time and prayer will yield results that we can't produce using that time for other things. Right. I mean, it just yields such amazing supernatural results. Yes, sir. That's so good. And something that really stands out to me, because kind of talking about the parable of the talents that we we initially talked about many podcasts ago, you know, when you take the the servant, because Jesus is telling the story and the importance to the language, you talk about great and you talk about much. In the parable of the talents, what we understand of the talent being a significant amount of wealth, the Lord says, if you were faithful with little, now you can be faithful with much. And any time, whether it's one talent, two talents, or five talents, that's an incredible amount. To yes. me, that's great. That is massive. But the Lord said that that was little. For the Lord to say that this is great and that this is much, for him, how much more excited should we be about the excitement of, hey, the Lord can do something extravagant beyond what we can comprehend? And uh, man, I'm just thankful because it's like if the Bible says you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Right. If the Bible says you're ugly, pray about it. Like yeah. it's it's yes. it's over. And so for the Lord to say that this is great and and it will availeth much, and to use such strong language for that, man, it's so encouraging for us because it it really is worth the investment. It is, and and I believe uh, in a, in a little more specified sense, um, there are at least three. We could list many more, but. Um, 
there are at least three products or outcomes of our investment of time in prayer. One is uh, our closeness and intimacy with God. James 4, 8 says, draw nigh to God, he will draw near to you. Prayer is, is that means of drawing near to him. And when we, you know, God responds to us. He moves when we move. When we draw near to him through prayer, he draws near to us, and it creates a closeness and an intimacy with God uh, that we must have. And uh, secondly, in the context of that comes a heightened and increased awareness or recognition of the voice of God in our spirit. Too many times from my own life, uh, I've recognized the voice of God after the fact. Mm. You know, like, oh, that was God. You know, he was trying to tell me, and I, I didn't recognize it. And so uh, in John sixteen thirteen, Jesus said this of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will speak what he hears. The Holy Spirit passes on to us vital information. The point is, we serve a speaking God. He is not like a statue. He is not remote and removed from us and distant and detached from us. No, sir, he, he is involved in our life, and he wants to speak into us. And, and prayer uh, affords us, it results in a, a heightened and increased awareness, the recognition in the moment. You know, this can happen in a conversation. It can happen in a heated discussion, maybe <laughs> in, in the family or a with a very your, passionate discourse. <laughs> yes, with your spouse <laughs> or in, in with anybody else in the moment. Uh, as a result of prayer, the Holy Spirit can speak a word, can speak or pull back in our spirit. And we just know, you know, it's time to maybe just not say anything. Uh, so that's that's another result. And then thirdly is peace. Uh, we don't oftentimes think about this uh, part as a product of prayer, but prayer does produce a peace. First Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your care on him for he. Why? Because he cares for you. God is in. He is intently interested in what interests me. He's intently concerned about what concerns me, uh, the details of my life. And, you know, it, it's not what's happening around us that brings stress and distress in our life. It's what's happening in us. And uh, when prayer, in prayer, we can cast all our care upon him. Jesus told us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, "Come unto me, all ye that are labor, that labor and are heavy laden. You're loaded down." Um, and so often, life can result in that. Just doing life. I mean, it's not that we're doing anything bad. We're just living life, and all the stuff. Uh, you got family, and, and all the relational dynamics of family, and raising children, and. Uh, trying to pay the mortgage, pay the bills, you know, and all of that, da the daily grind, as it were. All of that in prayer, we can lay at his feet. We cast it upon him. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us therefore come boldly. Don't be, don't be timid uh, like you're doing something wrong. 
When you come to God, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, the mercy throne, and find mercy and, and grace, favor to help in the time of need. And so prayer, the result of that, it brings a peace, I'm telling you, that nothing else can bring. Uh, they, they haven't, uh, the pharmacy doesn't have a pill, uh, any kind of medication that can bring the peace of God. It might make you sleep, but when you wake up, Still deal with it. It's still there. But yeah. prayer brings a, a, a peace of God, as the Scripture says, that overcomes everything. It passes all understanding. Melatonin may make you sleep, <laughs> but it won't solve your problems, and it That's won't right. bring you peace. That's right. So Bobby brought out a great point in your second point mm-hmm. that I kind of would love for us to kind of go back and, and talk about it. Um, you mentioned in your personal life that there have been times that you recognize the voice of God after the fact. that it was just like, ah, that was God. I can't tell you how many times I felt that in my life and in conversations I've had with people. If we were vulnerable enough and, and genuine enough, we would say, yeah, man, sometimes I'm afraid to miss the voice. Yes. And even like even sometimes it's like the paralysis of analysis. It's like I feel like this is God, but I'm not sure, and I'm afraid to do anything because I don't want to do the wrong thing. And uh, in 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 conjunction with that, prayer being something, as you said so often, it's not just my conversation to God. It's a dialogue back and forth. He is a speaking God. And how, and just in your life with the seasons that you've walked through, learn to develop more confidence in that, trusting that initial Holy Spirit leading and guiding, uh, just to to trust it more, but then also to lean in on the conversation side with God. Because I know in my life, I don't want to speak for anybody else, sometimes I can get to a place where I'm casting my cares and I'm casting my cares and I'm praying and believing. And if, if I'm not careful, I don't leave room for the other side of the conversation. It's this one-way street. If I'm bringing it all to God, then I'm trusting Him with it. And then I check out, in which that's mm-hmm. not fair, and that's no. not appropriate because the Lord, He He wants to deal with things in my life. He, he He wants to speak to those things, but I feel like it may be connected sometimes that, is God really wanting to talk to me, or or am I really sure that that's His voice, even though I may have walked with Him for years? Just there's certain moments where we get nervous, where we get hesitant, or we're not so sure. And uh, and just can you kind of speak to that a little bit, just in your life, how you've developed the confidence that you know when he's speaking to you, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's challenging, even if it feels maybe out of character for the Lord, you you've leaned in and trusted it. Yes, uh, <clears throat> and and indeed, uh, I've had to learn that it wasn't automatic. Uh, I've missed it more than I've got it. Just being transparent. Um, and I think one of the, the keys is for us to avoid compartmentalizing our walk with God. So, okay, uh, I talk to God and He talks to me when i am got my Bible open, I'm listening to praise and worship, you know, I'm focused, that's my, my quiet time with God. Uh, but... When we, ex- when we remove those walls and we, as in, in, in Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not 
and do your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him so what i believe that means and what what i've endeavored to do and and have done it today i will do it every day that i can um i've i've resolved in my spirit to acknowledge the lord outside that compartment of devotion time and uh outside the sanctuary you know when yeah, it's a little easier to hear from God whenever the praise and worship and the band sure. is going and, you know, everything's wonderful. Uh, but uh, we need to acknowledge the Lord all through the day. And in doing that, we open ourselves to uh, being aware and, and recognizing the voice. Uh, God does just want to speak to us about, uh, you know, Moses and Noah and Jesus, um, uh, you know, feeding the 5,000, he's interested in what's happening now, right now in my life and in your life. And so uh, I think we, we, we have to remove those walls and just, that's why the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, we're to, how do you, you pray without ceasing? How's that? You know, I got to work, yeah. dude. You know, <laughs> I got stuff yeah. to do, but it's the, it's a, it's a spirit of prayer that we yeah. stay in. Yeah. And I just, that is so good. That is so good because if we're not careful, I think it's so easy to say, well, my needs aren't big enough. When we just zoom out a little bit and we look yep. at the character of God, like we know that he's omniscient, he's all-knowing, he's omnipresent, he is everywhere always, and he's omnipotent, he is all-powerful. And so he is everywhere, all-knowing, and can handle any situation. And for him, he has the capacity, because he's God, to take the things that are important to me, that even maybe if we were to put a hierarchy on a scale of how important is it into the world at large, it may not rank very high. It is still important to God because oh, it's yes. important to us. Oh, yes. And I think we can talk ourselves out of a blessing and out of a moment with God where things can change drastically for us because we say, I'm not going to bring that to God. Whether it's big, small, significant, insignificant, a huge moment, or just a, a, just a beautiful second in the presence of God, we need to be able to take all of it to him. And even that spirit of prayer, that that spirit of conversation of, Lord, thank you, or Lord, what am I going to do? How can I navigate this? And what I've discovered in my own life uh, is that the more authentic that I've been and the more genuine that I've been, the more curious that I've been and willing to ask questions that maybe uh, people in our life have taught us that, no, you probably, you don't question God. That's irreverent. No. Being willing to say, God, I, I need you to help me understand, because his shoulders are big enough to help. And there's been moments yes. he's had to, he has corrected me. There's moments he's guided me. He's given me everything I've needed in the moment when I've made myself available to him. It's not if he's available to me, it's if I've made myself available to him. And I think that is a, as a beautiful product to prayer, is it's a deeper relationship with the creator of all things who wants to be with us each and every day. Absolutely. And I know we're about to wrap this up, but, you know, for those individuals that have maybe lost confidence in prayer, um, many people could say, all of us could say, you know, we've, we've, you know, I've prayed about stuff and it didn't happen. I just don't understand. And, and it's easy to lose confidence in prayer and it's, it slide uh, down from the, top priority to somewhere down the list. And that's unfortunate. 
um, because Psalms 84, verse 11, this is what it says. The Lord is a sun and a shield. He, in other words, he brings light, understanding, and protection to us. Now, this is the clincher. He says, no good thing will he withhold from those that walk with him. So, I, all of us, over the course of our lifetime, Sharon and I, and our raising kids, doing ministry and so forth, and and uh, conducting business on the side, we've asked for a lot of stuff. We, you know, that's what God wants us to do. I haven't received everything we've asked for. Uh, there's some serious things that we asked the Lord for and to do that didn't come to pass. And if 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 the if I want to just want to trust me. That I know, you know, this is God. You missed it here. <laughs> you, know, you could have really, you could have really showed yourself. That sounds so familiar, <laughs> Super. So, but the Scripture said, "He said, no good thing will He withhold." I, I can just believe and trust Him that if if He didn't answer that prayer, it wasn't ultimately ultimately good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's a statement that I've heard recently that said. The one who loves walking will go further than the one who loves the destination. Oh, wow. And I think if you were to put that in prayer, the one who loves prayer will go further than the one who loves the gift of prayer. Exactly. That, that, that whatever that thing that we're praying about, yeah. because it's a journey. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I look to the word, he's a light to our feet and a lamp to our path. We don't see the end and that's Okay. Because yeah. we're on a journey with the Lord, and we're going to have our moments where we get it. We're going to have our moments where we don't. We are not perfect. We're pursuing perfection, and one day we will be with Him in heaven. But as long as we're here on earth, it is a journey. And I think it is amazing that the Lord invites us to be on this journey with Him, yes. that He's there. And He's so patient, yes. because He knows where I'm going to get it right. He knows where I'm going to get it wrong, yet He gives me the ability to trust Him with each and every step along the way anyway. And uh, man, that is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So, Bob, do you have any final thoughts as it relates to the priority of prayer leading into the promises of prayer and going back into uh, the place and price of prayer? Now we get to the product of prayer, just like your final thought on this whole series that has been so, so good, and we're so thankful for it. Well, just uh, some uh, revisiting the priority of prayer, I, I want to encourage every person, every person that's listening today, um, whatever whatever level you are at in your prayer, prayer life, I want to encourage you to go to the next level. In other words, add some prayer time to the time you already have in prayer. I, I, I promise you it is going to make a marked difference in your life uh, in a relationship to the Lord and, and those around. You see, prayer, we, we didn't really get into to this part of it, but but prayer impacts, it has a res- residual impact. It impacts relationships, uh, how we relate to people. It has a direct impact upon that. And so uh, I want to encourage, as we come to the, the the end of 2023, and we begin to focus on 24 uh, to increase your time in prayer. And then secondly, to lead others, whether it's your family, 
whether it's a group that you work with or a, a small group you're involved in or leading, ministry you have, a church you pastor, uh, lead those. You see, we can't lead people where we, we're not. Uh, it starts with us. If we want our people to pray more, we need to start ourselves, And so uh, lead others to do the same. And, and on the basis of the Word of God, it will make a marked difference personally and in every other way. Amen. That is so good. And I'm so excited for what's to come. This yes. is this is just a beautiful beginning, Sue Bob, of the great things that are ahead for us. And uh, and I love your vision in the direction you are wanting to take these podcasts and how we're going to include more people. So our next little set of podcasts that we do together, we're going to have some guests and some friends oh, yeah. in the room. It's going to be wonderful. And uh, that will come later on in 2024. But Sue Bob, this is a little unconventional. All right. And we didn't really talk about this beforehand, so forgive me. We can edit it out if we need to. Uh, but since we've talked about the power of prayer, would you mind praying over those listening to this right now as we close out today? Why, sure. Let's do that right now. Father, uh, we do have confidence in you. Uh, the world will fail. Uh, government will fail. Our culture will fail. But God, you've never, never failed us not one time and so today lord we just uh, we want to get closer to you lord this our, our increased prayer time is not about the stuff lord it's really not about results we just need time with you and i pray today lord that every person listening lord we would uh, resolve in our spirit that we're going to take a step closer we're going to lean into god uh, through prayer. And I pray, Lord, that uh, those we influence, those we lead, be it our family or people on the job or in ministry, Lord, that we would lead others to do the same. And I thank you when we do that, there's going to be some supernatural things that take place. And Lord, for that, in faith, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the series on prayer. It's been a fun journey for you, and we absolutely cannot wait until next time. Thanks again for joining us today. Our hope is that we were able to add value to you right where you are. It would mean the world to us if you take a moment and subscribe to the show on whatever your preferred streaming platform is. We would love for you to be a part of our community and continue to provide resources to help you fulfill the goals you have for your ministry. You can find us on Instagram at msnextgen and online at msnextgen.com. Check out the links to these and many more resources in today's show notes. Know that we are praying for you, believing in you, and excited to see all that the Lord is going to do through you. See you next time. Bye.